One of the things that we decided right off the bat when we started this podcast was we would not let just anybody sponsor us. To get on here and be a sponsor, you have to share the same values and you have to have the same heart uh, as we do. And you have to be providing something that's very important to us. And coffee is very important to us. And that's why we've been very happy to have Juniper Mountain Trading Post Coffee as our personal sponsors here on the channel. They're the company that provides all the coffee for the school. It's the coffee that we drink personally at home. And, uh, and we're very, very happy. They're a family-owned company that does everything themselves. And they have the same standards and the same heart that we do. So if you're looking for a, a quality coffee company, uh, go to junipermountaincoffee.com. And when you check out, make sure that you plug in and type in Dry Creek, all one word, for a 10% discount. Afternoon, Dwayne here, Dry Creek Wrangler School, December 31st, 2022. New Year's Eve, it's the end of the year. Uh, whatever we were going to get done this year, you and I, uh, we've got a few hours to accomplish it. And then time's up. we got to start over next year. It's been a good year for Mama and I. Been a very good year. And I hope it has been. I hope it has been for you. Um, several months ago, many months ago, uh, I put a video out uh, called A Chinese Horse Story. I'll see if Mama will put a link to that in the description. If, if you haven't seen that video, if you haven't heard that story, it's a pretty interesting story. Um... I'm not telling that story again, but several years ago, just to recap, I had a buddy um, who was a contractor, uh, was working for a NGO outfit, non-government organization in China, um, building some, some buildings uh, for a farm. And uh, so he called me and said, hey, they're looking for somebody to come break some horses. You want to come break some horses? And uh, I said, sure. And so they paid my way, and I put a saddle in a duffel bag and another duffel bag with some clothes, and I flew to China for 30 days. Now, I, here at home, I don't, I don't eat Chinese food much. Um, now, if somebody, if I'm visiting somebody, and they're like, hey, let's go eat Chinese food, just go down to the, you know, the ubiquitous golden dragon or whatever's around. I go, I eat it, you know, uh, but I never go looking for it. If I'm out and I'm hungry on my own and I got options for restaurants, I never, I never pick a Chinese food restaurant. To me, those sauces, the MSG, it all tastes the same. Uh, and I've just never been, just never been a real big fan. And so I thought before I went over, this is going to be a long 30 days. Um, and I'm going to come home. I was already, I was pretty lean and thin back then. I said, I'm going to come home a skeleton. Or I'm going to come home uh, grossly obese from all of the syrups and MSGs and, and everything in this Chinese food. Well, I landed and I went over there. And uh, we got everything settled, went out to eat. And it wasn't anything, anything at all like the Chinese food back here. There was some kind of steamed dumplings 
that they had made. And I ate till I thought I was going to be sick. I mean, it was, it was heavenly. And so at that point, if you had asked me, Dwayne, do you like Chinese food? I'd been, man, I love Chinese food. I was there for a couple of weeks and doing, working out at the farm, working on this horse and whatnot. I came around the barn one day behind the barn and uh, there were some of the Chinese fellows there and they had a, a makeshift table set up. And for those with delicate sensibilities, um, they were in the midst of preparing a canine for lunch. Um, he had been, he had already been dispatched and uh, they, were, they were preparing him. And over there in the corner, chained up to a post was another one that was still alive that was looking at us. And I'm like, what's going on, fellas? The interpreter said, oh, these guys volunteered. They're making lunch today. And uh, now I'm not, I've been around, I've been in nine different countries and I've eaten a lot of stuff, but something about watching him being prepared and seeing that other one, I'm like, oh, I can't, I didn't say anything. I was, oh, great, gracious, that's wonderful, very generous, thank you. But somehow or another, when it come down to lunchtime, uh, I developed a tremendous appreciation for vegetables. And I had vegetables for lunch that day. Now, if you'd have asked me, Dwayne, do you like Chinese food? I'd have said, man, I hate Chinese food. Uh, went back to town. We went out to eat another restaurant. And they had this dish came out. And I don't speak Chinese, Mandarin or Cantonese. I don't know which one they spoke up there. And I, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just being ignorant, okay? I don't know. And I'm going to butcher the pronunciation unintentionally. But to me, it sounded like they called it go by roll. Go by roll. And it was like a breaded fried chicken that was honey glazed. And again, it was heavenly. I mean, it was just absolutely wonderful. And then they, they brought out a dish that we had accidentally ordered. D didn't mean to order it, didn't know that we ordered it. But it was like potatoes that were shaved in really, really fine slivers. And then it had all these seasonings and stuff on it. And then I guess they had cooked it in a wok. Um, I couldn't get enough of it. Next time I went back to order it, I didn't know what it was. It was so good and I wanted it so bad with all of the deference and respect and grace that this can, can drum up. I got up and walked down the aisles and found somebody that was eating it, called the waiter over and said, that's what I want. It was that good. And if you'd asked me at that point, Dwayne, do you like Chinese food? I would have said, man, I love Chinese food. But then I'm walking down the city one day, walking down the sidewalk, and I see ahead of me the Chinese that are walking down the sidewalk. Every once in a while, a bunch of them would peel off and walk across the street and keep going. Well, what's all that about? And then all of a sudden, this smell hit me in the face that liked to knock me down. It was the most abhorrent odor I've ever experienced in my life. It was worse than durian in Thailand. Any of y'all ever experienced durian? It was worse than that. And uh, there we, we got up there and there was a huge pot 
It was so nasty. They were cooking it out on the sidewalk. They couldn't cook it in the house. And what it was, it was tofu, which is soybean curd that they had deliberately um, fermented is too kind of a word, let it rot. And the Chinese called it stinky tofu. Stinky tofu. And it was so nasty, they cooked it out on the sidewalk. And even the Chinese folks, half of them would go across the street to not have to smell it. And if you'd asked me at that point, Dwayne, what do you think about Chinese food? I would have said, this is, this is just the nastiest, most terrible stuff. And then before we left, we went to another restaurant. We went and sat down at a booth, and on the table in front of us, there was a hole in the table with a wire rack over it. And the person who was doing the ordering, when the waiter came up, they said, yeah, we'll have beef and chicken and lamb and pork, and we'll have some sesame tree leaves and some garlic and some onion and then some other things. And uh, so we sat there talking, and when they came back, they came back with a huge tray, and all this meat and vegetables and everything on it was raw. And so we sat there with the, the bamboo skewers and sat there and took off the tray and made our own skewers. And, and But before that, they had brought a bucket with white hot coals and set it down in that hole in the center of the table. And so we just sat there and visited and talked and cooked our own meat to our own flavor and added what we wanted to it, and it was, it was delightful. Dwayne, what do you think about Chinese food? I, I think these people have got it figured out. Now, why do I tell that? When you study, and all of life should be studying, you should never quit studying. And I mean whether you're studying religion and the Bible, or you're studying philosophy, or you're studying uh, how to be a better man, how to be a better woman. When you're studying anything, you need to study like I eat Chinese food. Let's pick somebody. Let's pick somebody controversial today. Jordan Peterson. You will hear one thing that he says, and that will be your dog on the table. And you will say, I hate Chinese food. I hate Jordan Peterson. I hate everything the man is. I think I hate everything he stands for. But if you listen to more of his stuff and you read his book and you watch different things, you'll come across stuff you're like, you know what? That makes sense. I agree with that. Now you have got some steamed dumplings. Now maybe you'll go along and you'll listen to something else and you'll say, my goodness, I cannot believe he, he said that. I find that horrific. You just ran into some stinky tofu. All right? But you don't judge you cannot judge an entire nation's cuisine by one meal. And you cannot judge one thinker's entire life and philosophy and content by one sentence or by one message. My daddy told me years ago, he said, son, you got to go through life like a mule eating a bell of hay. That mule's eating that bell of hay, and when he comes to a briar, he don't start squalling and bucking and kicking. He don't turn around and walk away. He just eats around the briar and keeps on going and gets the good stuff. Anybody out there, anybody out there is going to have some stuff. I say anybody. Most people out there 
they're going to have some stuff that's good. And when you run into something that you don't agree with, that you can't handle, then you don't kick and ball and throw up a fit and turn around and walk away. You go around that briar and keep eating and see if you run into some good stuff. You do that with horse trainers. Uh, there's some horse trainers on the internet. There, there's a guy right on there now. Um, his name is Pat Puckett. Most of you horse people on my channel, you know who he is. Now, there is no way I would sit here and say that anything he teaches or anything he does is wrong. That would be, that. there's no way. But I watch him, and there's things I watch him he does. I was watching a video of his the other night. Uh, he was on a he was on a little bay mare, 12-year-old bay mare that he had had for quite a while. And he was at a particular stage, and he was doing something. And, and I was sitting there, and I was watching, and I'm like, what's, what's he doing? And, and he's talking, and he's like, but why is he doing it like that? Why is he doing it like that? Now, a lot of you, a lot of you would say, this man don't know what he's doing. Everything's wrong. You'd have turned it off and went away. But I'm like, what is he doing? And then I realized, okay, he's training this mare this is his particular destination to get this mare. Now, I would go a different route because I'm not going to that destination. So I would go this way. But that doesn't mean what he's doing is wrong. You see what I'm saying? And so I finished it, and I went and watched another video. And I'm like, man, that's great. That's fantastic. In fact, that little bit right there, I didn't even know about that. That's going to be extremely helpful. Sometimes you're going to get steamed dumplings. Sometimes you're going to get honey glazed chicken. Sometimes you're going to get a dog. Sometimes you're going to get stinky tofu. But you cannot judge the entire cuisine by one meal. If you do that, you're not going to learn. I would not have experienced the wonderful, wonderful meals that I experienced in Thailand if I had judged them all by one meal. I would have been like so many Americans, I would have said, where's the nearest McDonald's? I'm just going to eat McDonald's. I'm not going to eat this. I would have missed out so much. or so much I would not have experienced. So much I would not have learned. Um, let's do another controversy, all right? Andrew Tate. There are things that he... Uh, and I'm not his enemy, and I'm not his supporter. I'm just a observer, okay? I'm just an observer. The first few times I watch some of his videos, I'm like, this dude disturbs my calm. Um, this is not a guy I'd want to sit around and have a cigar with. Um, but I came across some others. I'm like, dude is spouting straight up, straight up truth right there. I mean, what he's saying right there is truth, and there's no denying it. Um, and then I watched some others and I'm like, man, that is stinky tofu. Um, that is, that is, I can't do that. But then I watched some others and I learned some things. You, if you sit down and read a book, if you sit down and read Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, don't turn your brain off and read it. Don't turn your brain off. If you read Seneca, uh, if you read the flaw, if you read, uh, Young or Nietzsche or any of these guys, if you read any of the religion, if you listen to a pastor, if you read anybody, you don't turn your brain off. 
and you don't get to one part that is not palatable to you and kick the whole thing out. You will not learn. You will learn more by chewing on what you disagree with and working out, okay, why does this bother me so much? Why do I disagree with this so much? One of two things will happen if you have the courage to go through that process. Number one, you will learn something. Or number two, you will walk away much more settled and much stronger in your original belief because you put it to the test and you came out the other side of the test. All right? That's how we need to study. Um, there's a story in the Bible, in the book of Acts, um, that they went to, a, to a, uh, a city and they went and they taught. I'm not, not going to preach to you here. Just hold on. All right? And they taught. And the people believed what they said, but then some folks come along violently and drove them out. This was in Thessalonica. Thessalonica. They went down the road and they wound up in a city called Berea. And they did the same thing. And then there's a very interesting point in there. They said that the Bereans were more noble than the Thessalonians because they searched the scriptures to see if these things were so. What does that mean? It means the preacher came in and said something. These people were like, wait a minute. And they went home and they looked and they studied to see if the dude was lying to them. They didn't just say, well, that sounds great. They didn't just say, that sounds like heresy. They said, we hadn't heard about it put in quite that manner before. So we need to check this out for ourselves. We're not checking our brain at the door when we walk into the church building. Study like you eat Chinese food, especially in China. All right? Find the good stuff, find the bad stuff, bypass the bad stuff, and keep going. And I, there's folks that have gotten on here, and I mentioned God. One, I had a video, I said the word God. And someone gone there and said, Oh, I'm all, I'm, I'm totally anti a religious channel. I don't want a religious channel, so I'm out of here. Bye. And they walked away. Now, who knows what they could have got? Who knows what they could have got over the course of all these videos, the encouragement, uh, learning about the horse stuff and everything. Uh, but they, they come across a, what to them was stinky tofu, and they kicked the entire cuisine out. Uh, and folks, that is the definition of small-minded. That's the definition of small-minded. So I encourage you, to go through life with your mind open and to listen to everything that someone has to say. You can listen to it. That does not mean you have to accept it. doesn't mean you have to believe it. But you can listen to it and think about it and consider it and come out the other side smarter or more grounded one way or the other. Okay? All right? So, um... Camacho Triple Maduro. Sometimes, for those of you who know, you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you want a Basil Hayden. Sometimes you want an old Forester. This would be the old Forester. This would be 150 proof. All right. This is a very potent cigar, but sometimes that's what you want. Camacho, uh, they've been around for a long time. They make, 
a uh, they make a lot of good cigars but this is the triple maduro so the filler the binder the wrapper are all mature strong cured uh, leaves and so it makes for a very bold very rich very strong cigar oh so once again i want to thank um cigar place um dot biz or dot gov either one of them they they sent me a bunch of cigars this is where i'm buying my my uh, online cigars now and uh and yeah I, I i never lie to you guys i do not lie to you guys um they are one of my two sponsors i have they they called and asked if they could sponsor and i'm like if you measure up and uh, they have measured up so if, if you're looking for an online place um then uh, you could do a lot worse and we'll put the link to that in the description as well there's been a lot of folks have commented and gone on and said i can't find your rumble channel rumble i have a rumble account now and that's where i'm doing most of the stuff that i do just for fun mostly it's been uh cigars and pipes uh talked about caring for a beard i'm fixing to start putting some firearms some gun stuff on there that's my fun channel okay um and uh, folks have been having trouble finding it you have to go to rumble and I, i've written on here a number of times you have to type in dry creek wrangler all lowercase all one word together just like an email address dry creek wrangler just like i've been putting it in the description that's why you have to type it in and search for it can't figure out how to do a link that works none of the links work uh i'm sure that's operator error but we'll we'll figure it out and don't forget mama's channel dry creek mama over there and she's putting stuff up uh from her point of view in fact i think as soon as we get done here we're she's got something in mind we're going to go film a new video for her and so i uh i wish you guys all a very happy new year and i wish you an upcoming new year an upcoming year that was better than last year if you had a good year in 2022 then i hope 2023 is better and uh and if you've had a rough year in 2022 and a lot of people did i hope you're starting to find your way out of that hole little by little and uh and together i hope that we can just conquer this we'll conquer this new year all right we'll make it ours all right wish you guys all the best and we'll catch you next time